Hi, everyone, and welcome to Valley Naval Gazing, the weekly talk show brought to you by valleyindy.org, an online news site covering Ansonia, Derby, Seymour, and Shelton. This show is heard Mondays at 9 a.m. on WNHH 103.5 FM, New Haven's community radio station. And the show streams on valleyindy.org and newhavenindependent.org. We're also available as a podcast on valleyindy.org, iTunes, and SoundCloud. My name is Eugene Driscoll, and I'm here with my co-host, Ethan Fry. What's up, Ethan? Not much. How are you? Yelling. Sorry about that. <laughs> uh, before we get into the, this week's show, and I think it's going to be a, a good broadcast, I just wanted to remind everyone out there that the Valley Indy will be participating in the Great Give May 3rd and May 4th. We're asking that you make a tax-deductible donation during the Great Give so that we continue to bring you Valley news and worthwhile programs such as this. So with that, I'm going to turn the reins of this show over to Ethan Fry, and I'm going to try to shut up because I don't know anything about the subject we're about to talk about. Ethan's done the research. And he's going to introduce us to this week's guest. So go ahead there, Ethan. Thank you, Eugene. Our guest uh, on this week's show is Jerome Bloom. He's a Shelton resident uh, who, along with the Freedom From Religion Foundation, filed a lawsuit last month against the city of Shelton, Mayor Mark Loretti, and Ronald Herrick, the city's director of Parks and Recreation. Mr. Bloom, thank you so much for uh, stopping by today and uh, talking with us. You're welcome. Uh, just before we could we get into the the substance of the the lawsuit, uh, just tell us uh, briefly a little bit about yourself, where you're from originally, uh, what you do for a living, and, and how did you come to uh, live in Shelton? Okay, uh, I was born and raised in Bridgeport. I lived in Fairfield for 20 years, and I moved up here into the valley and to Shelton, and I've been living here for 15 years. Okay, uh, I am a registered nurse by profession. And uh, I'm a semi-retired. And let uh, nursing one of the few, uh, the few fields that's uh, still in demand. Uh, it seems. Uh, so okay, the uh, you filed a lawsuit as I said, uh, March twenty second. Uh, uh, you and the Freedom from Religion Foundation, which is based in Wisconsin, and the lawsuit alleges that the city violated the First Amendment as it relates to a display you wanted to put up last year at Constitution Park, which is at the intersection of Long Hill Avenue and Constitution Boulevard. And I'll just read a, a paragraph from the uh, press release from the Freedom From Religion Foundation, uh, which says, the American Legion, an ostensibly patriotic organization for veterans, has been allowed to erect a display every December for at least four years in Constitution Park, featuring heralding angels. The Legion claims it was founded to acknowledge, quote, God is the source of all our rights and freedoms, unquote, and is committed to bring bringing all Americans closer to their creator and reminding them of his proper place at the center of the nation's life. When Bloom and FFRF sought permission last November to counter such religiosity by placing a sign asserting, among other things, that there are, quote, no angels, unquote, they were turned down because the city deemed it quote, offensive to many, unquote. Uh, the foundation made three more attempts to resolve this dispute, seeking assurances it could participate in the forum this year with no satisfactory resolution. Um, so, I mean, to put it in a nutshell, the city has approved requests from the American Legion for the display, uh, to put their angel display at the park, but denied your request. And, and, and why is that a, a violation of the First Amendment? 
Well, the First Amendment per allows freedom of, amongst other things, a freedom of speech for everyone. Uh, what the town has done, it has opened its parks as a, a forum for uh, act, active expression. And by allowing uh, favorable speech and denying what they deem to be unfavorable speech, they are in effect censoring me. I have a question, like the, uh, the display that, what was it, the American Legion? That was a lot of legalese right there. I <laughs> wish I went to law school. I didn't. But uh, it, the American Legion is the group that put up an angel. And these were like, I mean, we saw a picture of it. These were like the, uh, the type of display, a uh, Christmas display, essentially, or a holiday display that you'd buy in Home Depot. Is that kind of what it was? Well, or, or? it was actually. I didn't see it. That's why I asked. When it was lit, it was quite beautiful. Uh, and they put, placed it at the foot of the flagpole. Uh, which I found uh, a little disturbing, considering its implications. And which was that the 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 government sort of uh, endorsed it? Is that what you're saying? Uh, yes, I mean there was no question that the city was uh, endorsing this. And then when did you decide? And, and let me know if I'm jumping in on you. When when did you decide? You actually you saw it obviously, mm -hmm. and, and were disturbed by it. Uh, when did you decide to go and try to get your own? display in there well the year before i actually met with the mayor about it and i addressed the city council about it and they just kind of like ignored me and last year i said well i can't believe they're doing it again uh i need some help here they're just uh, they're just not listening so i called the freedom from religion foundation and and uh, sent them the photographs of the uh, park, all lit up with the angels, and they were uh, very interested in it. And uh, we contacted the city, and like you uh, said earlier, uh, we uh, attempted to erect a counter display, and this was deemed to be, like you said, to be uh, offensive to many, and we were rejected. And what, what specifically was the display you wanted oh, to? Uh, the, it was a banner, and it stated that in this season of the winter solstice, let reason prevail. There are no gods, devils, angels, heaven, or hell. There is only our natural world. Religion is but myth and superstition that hardens hearts and enslaves minds. And needless to say, the, that would not sit well with heralding angels alongside of it. So, And, the, and you made this application tr through the Parks and Recreation Department? Yes, and he, uh, Ron Herrick, the director of the parks, he uh, took it down to City Hall and passed it by the mayor, and the mayor, who had the final say, rejected it. What were you going to put that uh, that display on? It sound, that That's about a paragraph or two there. Yes, it, it was a, I don't know, a three or four foot long wide banner uh, that you know, just hammered into the ground and there it is. And that was that. Mm. And uh, like is the is your issue that like the American Legion display was allowed at all or just that you weren't allowed to put up the competing display or yes, a combination? That, that, of that was it. It was a uh, disparate treatment. Uh, one person's view was favored over another's in a public forum, which is, well, illegal. 
and uh, what uh, you know, the lawsuit uh, asked for you know certain you know uh, specific things. Uh, like, what are you what are you hoping will happen as as a result of the well, lawsuit? Well, we, we are seeking uh, a declaratory judgment and an injunction preventing them, the city, from doing it in the future when we apply again, and uh, nominal damages. Which would be a sin, like not you're not looking for no ten no, million dollars in no no damages. We, this is all got to do with uh, reimbursing the attorneys for their time for all this. I'm not receiving a penny from this. And I guess why why do it? Why? Uh, well, <laughs> freedom of speech. I mean, is about as basic a right as there is in this country. Everyone has an opinion, and if it can't be heard, then well, you there is no freedom of speech. And I would think, like, I'm just thinking, we're, we're a, a Facebook entity. We agree, we, we, we exist to a certain extent on social media, you know, because we launched in 2009, so it's like, that's just the way we've, we've grown up. And I could see the minute we describe this story, there's going to be people saying, oh, come on, there's more, what, why do you have to mess with my holiday display? <laughs> you know, it, there's other things going on in the world <laughs> that uh, th- this is such a small thing. Uh, and what you wanted to put up there on that placard was sort of antagonistic while this other thing is just, you know, peace and love, peace and love. What's wrong with peace and love? You hit the nail on the head. That is exactly what I was told. Uh, Yes, it might make people feel warm and fuzzy inside, but uh, they also have to be prepared for opposing views when it comes to something as fundamental as freedom of speech. And and why should... Uh, like someone just to, like why should like the uh, the random Shelton resident or the ordinary Shelton resident who's dude maybe doesn't have a, a a dog in this fight or has like a firm feeling either way why should they be concerned about about this issue? Well, in the future, if something comes up that they may like to state, and it requires the ability to do so in a public forum, they too run the risk of being censored for a view that the city doesn't approve of. And I mean, it, it may be small potatoes to many, and it probably always will be, but to those who wish to exercise their freedom of speech, I mean, there can be few things as precious in this country. And like the, I don't know whether you think this will go to trial or you guys will reach some sort of well, amicable settlement before that. Or well, we're it won't go to trial. We are requesting a, a judgment uh, by the court, uh, and the judge will have the say in this matter. And is there anything the city can do? Uh, you know, absent a judge basically telling them like you, you what you did was wrong fix it is yeah. there anything a could what, what could the city do to well, sort of make it right well uh, the city can assure us in writing that come next December we will have the the privilege our honor or right to uh, erect our display as we wish to do uh, last December. Okay, uh, you're listening to Valley Naval Gazing on WNHH 103.5 in New Haven, streaming live on valleyindy.org and newhavenindependent.org. Um, uh, Mr. Bloom, as I said, the, the lawsuit was filed uh, March 22nd. The city hasn't filed a formal response to the lawsuit yet. 
but earlier today I called Mayor Loretti uh, just to offer him a chance to uh, comment. Uh, he said that he obviously disagrees with you um, and that your interpretation is different than his. I'll just read you a quote from him and uh, uh, give you the chance to react to it. Uh, and this is, the, again, Mayor Mark Loretti. Uh, quote, it was all about his message. He's entitled to it. He's talking about you here. Mm -hmm. But it's not what we typically do. Those things that the Legion does are symbolic of holidays, part of the culture of the world. If somebody wanted to put up a menorah, then they could, they could as an example. This was a written message. It's not something that we subscribe to. We don't endorse the message end of it. Uh, and then as a follow-up to that, I asked, well, if somebody wanted to put up some sort of secular display or message uh, contemporaneous with the uh, American Legion display, you know, he basically said that they, you know, they could go through the, the application process that, that the Legion does. Um, and I would just, do you have any reaction to the mayor's comments or I would assume you disagree with his uh, viewpoint? Well, I'm not surprised. I've spoken to him on a couple of occasions now, and uh, this is pretty much his point of view on such matters. Uh, so I'm not surprised, no. And I guess playing devil's advocate, which seems weird to be, do so on, on behalf of angels. Uh, and like Don't the, sue us. <laughs> he didn't kidding. say this. Uh, bad joke. He's like the mayor seems to be saying like, hey, this is what, you know, people around here believe in angels. You know, people are religious nice. and most people I mean, like most people don't agree with like the, the viewpoint you have, I guess. So. So what's wrong with just, uh, you We're, know, basically re reiterating the uh, the majority viewpoint? Oh, my. Uh, <laughs> yes, the majority of people do. In fact, a, uh, a poll consistently shows that eight out of ten. U.S. citizens actually believe in angels. I mean, wow. my God, that's like the supernatural. Do you also believe in uh, uh, Santa Claus and the Loch Ness Monster and things that you would scoff at if anyone addressed it to you in a serious manner? Yet they eat this up. They readily accept that the supernatural angels, which we have <clears throat> no evidence of, do exist and uh, influence our lives and watches over us. And yes, it is a minority view of mine that uh, doesn't believe this, but at the same time, I have a right to express it, just like they want to uh, show the world that angels do exist and we'll place them in our parks. And it, like, I don't know, you, you just cited that number, eight out of 10, uh, that poll figure believe that angels exist do you i mean do you think uh, like we, we hear so much about or i do anyway like just uh, reading we hear about like the new atheism and the, you know the christopher hitchens richard dawkins mm. all these people yes. um just I'm, I'm just curious just in your experience have you seen over time like over the you know since you've lived in shelton has it has it have things become uh have they gone from like super religious to not, not as, not as explicitly, uh, God everywhere on every street well, corner. Actually, it has increased. I mean, the religiosity of Shelton has increased, and uh, I'm all I can do is suggest that you uh, do some scrutiny about uh, go over and tour uh, Shelton, and you'll see it for yourself. Why do you think it's increased? 
because I see it. What do you think the underlying, I mean, why? Why do you think, uh, is there anything particular that's happened in the world in the past couple of years that have people turning to faith more than they did 20 years ago? Well, I suppose the if you want to go and point to something, you have to go back to 9-11. And it really shocked not only this country, but the world. And a lot of people felt, initially, they felt helpless and vulnerable and fearful. And when you have those emotions, you generally seek solace. And the traditional manner of doing so has always been to turn to something religi- religious to to see you through it. Uh, and I yeah. just had w- one question in terms of... Uh, I'm trying to do this without insulting anybody, which is impossible in, in the <laughs> world today. You're always going to make you somebody... You can't do it. <laughs> yeah. The... Uh, we're talking about, I mean, I just saw a picture of this display. So the picture was just small. I saw it for 10 seconds. This literally looked like displays you buy in Home Depot hmm. uh, just to put on your, your lawn. I don't. How does that cross into religion, though? Can I argue that, well, maybe I don't go to church and, and I don't know what my beliefs are, but I just put that on my yard because it, it looks pretty hmm. and I like to put these on my yard and then I go take a picture with my kid and say, hey, look, it's... It's Christmas time, but maybe I have nothing to do well, with... You're, you're right. It, it's very pretty, and it does belong in your front yard, uh, but angels are an unambiguous symbol of Christianity, and when you place it in a public park at the foot of the American flagpole, you don't need but half a brain to realize that uh, we have a mixture of church and state here which is not what this case is about. This is about uh, uh, stating on my behalf and freedom from religion's behalf an opposing view, which was denied. Okay. Ethan, do you want to take a break from the interview and we'll do some of our... Uh... Sure, sure. Do you want to do uh, This Week in History? Yeah, sure. And you, it, <laughs> feel free to co- comment, you know. Okay. Uh, we know it's an awkward thing just dragging you into an <laughs> office and just asking you about this, but I think you're doing a great job, so... Oh. Let's uh, let's do it. You want to do it, Ethan? Sure. This uh, these are as always as posted on uh, DerbyHistorical.org from the Derby Historical Society. Uh, the first entry was from uh, Monday, April eleventh, nineteen ten, in Derby. A little girl playing near the Birmingham Canal Bank near Water Street falls in and starts getting carried away by the current. Other children call for help. A number of women who couldn't swim watch helplessly as she drifts away. Some Usatonic Water Company workmen hear the cries, and one of them, a Shelton man, jumps into the canal off a footbridge near Sterling Piano Company and rescues her. He's helped out of the water by Sterling employees. Uh, Thursday, April 13th, 1932. Derby. With prohibition expected to end in Connecticut at any time, the Southern New England Ice Company is leasing the former brewery on Derby Avenue to the Old England Brewing Company. They are building a new brick and frame building, 44 feet by 75 feet, on the grounds that will serve as a brew house and bottling plant. The work needs to be done by May 5th. Two daily shifts will work on the construction to meet the deadline. Ice making will also continue at the site 
as this is still lucrative with so few people owing electric refrigerators. So that was a uh, craft they knew beer when it was going to expire, I get when, or uh, when the repeal was. Craft beer before craft beer was a thing. Huh? They wanted to get in there. Okay. Uh, no mobsters involved in that at all. April 12, 1960. Right? This is also in Derby. Uh, a 46-year-old Beach Street man is charged with possessing and conspiring to sell $1 million worth of pure heroin. Federal agents seize four and a half pounds of the drug under a toilet in his home and another seven pounds on a merchant ship on which he served as a cook. It's American gangster, right? Yeah, it's, it's, yeah that's, I mean, 1960. That's, that's early. Uh, two New York City men are arrested in Orange as accomplices. Uh, and here's something mo- a little more recent entry. Something new from uh, this is this is. Uh, and I have doubts if my mic is even working at this point. April, but go ahead. April 11th, 2010. This is a headline from ValleyIndy.org, and uh, that's Ansonia Republicans look ahead. Ansonia Republicans are looking to make a comeback with. New terms starting for Ansonia Republican Town Committee board members. The party is making plans to gain new members and get more representation on city boards. They have a foot in the door after John Marini became the party's first member on the board of aldermen in a decade this past November. And uh, if you've paid attention to what has happened since in Ansonia politics, you know that the uh, the Republican Party is a uh, a bit more powerful than it was in April of 2010 because they can currently control the mayor's office and are dominating the, uh, the uh, board of aldermen as well. So interesting times in Ansonia. Boom. But anyway, uh, back to uh, Mr. Bloom, back to the, uh, the issue of your lawsuit. Uh, We were just discussing, uh, Mayor Loretti's reaction and the city's reaction. Something else I was curious about. We had heard, we had initially heard about this because um, uh, there was a story about uh, a story in the Connecticut Law Tribune, I believe, about the uh, the lawsuit being filed. Um, I was just wondering, has, has anybody else uh, sort of reached out to you or uh, any other uh, reporters, or have you has any like uh, just normal? neighbors or anything like that well actually yes um i was contacted uh last week by um an atheist group Mm -hmm. and uh they too had read about the uh the case uh and i was invited to attend a conference in hartford which i did on saturday uh and i discovered that uh i'm not alone i mean that's uh Again, but this is a, a freedom of speech case. Uh, I mean, it has all sorts of religious implications, but again, and it, that is covered in the First Amendment, but, but this is very narrow. We're only going after the freedom of speech issue here. Are you worried uh, in any way about the public reaction to this among like your neighbors in Shelton? I mean, there is, especially because, again, we're an Internet-based thing. We see it where there is uh, people can attack uh, online and, and say things maybe online that they wouldn't say in person? Are, are you worried at all about how you're going to be perceived in your community or, or job or anything like that? With- uh, no. Uh, we, do, we don't discuss politics down at the basketball court. What's your, I mean, is this the first time you've uh, 
filed a lawsuit with a with a matter like this? Uh, no, I've filed suits before, but this is the first one that's involved a civil rights issue. What were the nature of the other ones? Were they just civil cases that were you? Uh, they, they were. Uh, they had to deal with uh, wrongful uh, discharge from employment. Okay, so just gotcha, yeah. gotcha. Not so not like a really private issue. Not really a cause. Uh, Per no, se. no, no, you, nothing you would want to get the, the banner on wave the flag over. And and it's interesting. I think it's rare uh, these days to see someone, at least it's the first time that we've encountered, at least locally, where someone takes a stand against something that could be perceived as very unpopular. Uh, was there, or do you disagree? I mean, that's a, that's the premise of my question. Well, I mean, perhaps, but I mean... Where's it come from? Like, what? Why? Uh, why do this? Why? Why bother uh, doing this? <clears throat> like, how were you raised? That that where, I'm trying to see like where those values come from. Well, it's pretty much equal treatment for all. I mean, this is something we were taught, and we grew up believing, and I think it's pretty universal that everyone believes that we should all be treated equally, and that's pretty much where it comes from and i was wondering like uh, the, you said you uh, went to a conference on uh saturday and as i said in, uh, in the introduction the freedom of information foundation freedom from religion excuse me foundation uh, is based in wisconsin are there any uh local groups that if 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 people agree uh they could get involved with or should they become members of the, the FFRF or? Well, uh, there, there's one, CARE. Those are its initials. Uh, I forget what they mean, uh, but it was a, uh, a primary organization at the conference. Uh, I, so you can look them up online. They're uh, out of New Haven. Okay, is that the Connecticut Assembly for Reason and yes. Ethics? Okay. Yes, that's C -A -R -E. it. C-A-R-E? Yes, that is it. Exactly. Thank you. Do you have any uh, indication when a judge could issue a ruling? On oh. And this is federal we're talking about. This is yes. New Haven Court? Is that No, what? this is a federal case. It's uh, case number, for anyone who's interested, 316-CV-0047. And we'll probably post uh, yeah, we a could copy post the uh, the lawsuit documents right online. Oh, uh, sure. Uh, with the uh, with the interview, which just so people could could read the entire complaint themselves. Mm -hmm. uh, but it, has there been? Uh, I guess the city will be obligated to file its own response. Well, yes. Or? Uh, I mean, we're looking to win this on summary judgment. Okay. Uh, I, which would be basically a judge. Deciding. Taking up, looking at both sides. Well, uh, no, looking at both sides and, of course, referring to the law. And this will probably take most of this year. Uh, I would expect it to be resolved prior to December when the winter solstice rolls around again. Mm -hmm. And that that was, I guess, uh, the, the display that the Legion puts up. They put up or they request permission, I guess, every November. Uh, yes. They and seem it, to get it, permission it, pretty. The quickly. angels sit at the flagpole for a month. And we're only looking to uh, celebrate the winter solstice, which is December 22nd. And it would be appropriate for the banner to be in place for perhaps a week. Okay, so you are hoping that this uh, gets resolved before this, the, that this, the holiday season rolls yes, around again? Yes, I the, would expect it to, yes. 
Are there any other communities that you have your sights set on? I mean, I've, I've seen displays uh, in other valley towns that we cover on public property. Uh, should they be worried? Uh, well, they should take something away from this and realize that, you know, you, you, we have to be inclusive when you uh, uh, present something uh, that has a overt message, you should expect uh, a dissenting view to be uh, expressed, and you should provide the accommodations for that individual or group to do so. Okay. And uh, this is uh, Valley Naval Gazing, I think. Uh, my name is Eugene Driscoll, and we're carried live on WNHH 103.5 FM in New Haven and on valleyindy.org and newhavenindependent.org. I've brought up Facebook and social media so many times because it's our lifeblood. You know, uh, social media for us is a talking Rolodex. Uh, and uh, what I wanted to do is a new segment on the show. Congratulations. You're here for a new segment. <laughs> cool. Very exciting. It's called Readers React. Uh, last week, we linked to a story published in the News Times of Danbury about a mystery bill worming its way through the State House. Uh, the bill, according to NewsTimes.com, quote, would allow a public agency to bar citizens from public discussions by declaring that the agency's lawyer would be providing legal advice. Public officials could then retreat to a private room for that discussion, end quote. And on our Facebook page, facebook.com slash Valley Independent Sentinel. We asked readers to describe this bill in one word, and here's what they had to say. This is from Justin Hawker. Quote, corrupt. But then he went on. Which I, <laughs> the first guy went on, which I like. Plain and simple, the government has overreached so far now that the people whom they represent are powerless against their corruption. William Cullen, quote, unreal. And now I just lost my place. But the other guy, the next guy cursed. You see it there? Mark even? Nordahl. He par you're, we're paraphrasing. We'll say BS. Uh, Colleen Fitch, wrong. Carol Kirby, very wrong. Uh, Amber St. Jake's, uh, corrupt. Uh, Linda Miko said tyrannical. Christopher Bowen asked to describe it in one word, says, I would, but then you, it'd be caught in the spam filter for vulgarity. Thanks for not cursing, Chris. I appreciate that. <laughs> Kim Carpenter said dictatorship. Bob Conklin said stupid and and, and I thought my this favorite one was yeah uh, yeah this one takes the cake Josh Fisher from Hersam Acorn uh, he replied on Twitter and his one word was Hartford which is uh, basically sums it up I thought but yeah I, I thought that was uh, I you know I'm, I'm surprised that hasn't been getting more coverage uh, as well yeah issue. you know you're right yeah and I think it, I mean I guess it was part of the Hearst uh, corporate empire down there in Fairfield Fairfield County that came up with this but yeah i didn't I, I just saw it randomly on my uh facebook feed from the news times it was a really good story on a really scary subject and i don't mind editorializing <clears throat> there there or uh, exposing a bias but i mean the one thing that we're i mean you know the public's right to know uh first and foremost is hugely important and as reporters every day we deal in situations where somebody's always trying to put up a hurdle to the public's right to know. Yeah, and, and just, that's it, just offensive. What, whatever, Joe, what, whoever is behind that, assuming what the News Times reported is accurate, that blows my mind. And and like yeah, the, just the the subject matter of it too. Uh, and and this is this came up uh, in a case where we tried to get a document out of Derby government. 
uh, where they had referred a, a matter to a lawyer to have him write a report about something. And uh, he wrote that report for the Board of Aldermen, um, and it was uh, marked, you know, they didn't attorney, want to, they didn't want to receive it public, re- yeah. release it publicly. So we said no, like. Well, and what was frustrating about that is that the attorney had said all along, you'll have it, you'll have it, just, you know, hang in there, you'll have it, you'll have everything, you'll have everything, everything I, and then the report came out and no, we couldn't have it, which was, and the explanation they gave was just so, it was gobbledygook. I can't even, I had a hard time. It's one of those things where you just had to transcribe the tape because I couldn't. There's a slippery slope sort of uh, argument, I think, to be made rightfully that, you know, if if you, if we section off like a a certain uh, area of discussion of between public agencies and their lawyers for attorney client privilege, you know, the FOI Act already has exceptions built into it, the explicitly stating, you know, what what you could talk to ter- an attorney about secretly. We, um, but now our public agencies just like, you know, whenever when they do anything, they could just say like, oh, we asked Jimmy, our lawyer about this attorney yeah. client privilege. Like you can't have it. Yeah. One I thing think I'm thinking is, is the, like the danger. We lost our to the and the FOI commission, which shocked me. We, we actually lost our, our appeal. I'm wondering if we set precedent now that they're. <laughs> Now the entire government, everything they do is attorney-client uh, privilege. Now maybe that was our fault. That was our contribution. Yeah, yeah. Well, I mean, I saw this. Uh, I saw that story, and it and it reminded me of of that case that uh, that we lost. Um, but to to uh, to get back to the uh, to the to the issue of the uh, the lawsuit, uh, Mr. Bloom. Um, is there any, uh, you know, is there any, is, is there anything that surprised you about the the reaction to this, or, or the are lack you, of reaction, or are you referring to the town of Shelton? Yeah, yeah, or the yeah, or or just your neighbors or, or well, friends? Um, no, my. Uh, the, what amazed me was, well, first of all, when we approached Shelton about this, they just ignored us, and we tried contacting them mail via mail u.s mail email telephone calls they just blew us off and i said this is you know not very bright we're not going to go away here you have to talk to us and eventually they realized this and they did but they proposed nothing of substance to resolve this we even we offered to uh, place a, a sign beside our sign saying that the town of shelton does not endorse this message i was going to ask you because if i was the mayor of shelton i'm just thinking in terms of politics here and s- suddenly that sign shows up yeah it, it's not going to be popular no. with people and, and, yes. and i'm going to hear it not you mm-hmm. yeah uh, uh, but they did they didn't even consider that uh, they just wanted us all to go away that, yeah. and, and did you work with the uh, the, you, you, the foundation that you're... What's the name of the foundation again that you're... Uh, Freedom From Religion Foundation. Did you work with them to sort of set up the town? Uh, well, was it their idea to post this sign well, with the I idea mean, of doing well, a lawsuit? I, I, I spoke with them about this, and they said, well, you know, we have a sign that uh, we'd like to get across that is uh, the opposite. The foundation. What, yeah, the said, foundation. So they gave you that. Okay. Right. And I approached the uh, town about this, requested the permit, and they wanted to know what the message said, and I relayed that to them, and they just said it's just too offensive to. Has the foundation done this exact thing elsewhere in suit? Yes. In fact, they're uh, suing the governor of Texas over the very same issue. 
And that's still pending, or is it? A- uh, yes, it's pending, and they won the very same case, I believe, out in uh, Olympia, Washington, a few years ago, um, over the same issue. Uh, the governor of Washington acknowledged the fact that yes, they have the right to express opposing views, and uh, rather than permit a watershed of opposing views, the city of Olympia decided to. Um, cancel all future displays in public property. Hmm. Now, yeah, if you, let's say you win the lawsuit, you win your summary judgment, and you get the right to put up that sign, are you actually going to go through with it? Or are you going to think like, oh, that's probably stepping on a little too many toes there? Maybe that's... Uh, yes, I intend to uh, post the sign come winter solstice next, this year. You have additional questions there, Mr. Fry? We're at no. about the 36-minute mark. So. No, is there anything uh, that we haven't asked you that, that you should uh, you think is, is, is important for people to, uh, to know or realize, or maybe they haven't realized it yet? But Well, uh, Mayor Loretti is a Republican. And, uh, he is? No, I'm just kidding. Yes. <laughs> and, and a potential uh, candidate for governor. Yes. Yes. Uh, uh, what I find disturbing is, I mean, I am a registered Republican. What I find disturbing is that the Republican Party has become a faith-based party. And that, to me, it's like, this is America. I mean, you're basing a religious uh, uh, ideology in a political party which wants to take over uh, office, the executive office, and the ramifications are like, here comes George Bush again. And oh. like that, this is sort of not like, sort of unrelated to the lawsuit, but I just based on uh, that, I mean, this is something I hear all the time, just to, like in general, is that, you know, uh, it's, it's a, I mean, I'm paraphrasing uh, here, but people say, you know, oh, the founding fathers were all Christians. Uh, we live in a Christian nation. No, What's no, your response no. to that? Uh, again, uh, the far right likes to make this statement. Uh, I don't know how many are aware, though, that in 1797, during President Washington's administration, we made the treaty with Tripoli which in effect stated that the United States of America is in no way founded on the Christian religion. That treaty was ratified by the Senate in 1803 under John Adams' administration. So here you have the founding fathers telling another country and in fact the world that the United States is not founded on the Christian religion. So for centuries... It has been that way. Here you come now, the far right, insisting just the opposite, which is false. Although, all right, so we're here talking about the city of Shelton, though, and we're using the term far right, and we're going back in history, and this is sort of big uh, uh, topics. But when it boils down to it, I would think, just based on my experience and experiences and, and observations just covering and living in the lower Nautauk Valley for a little bit. I haven't lived here as, as long as you. We're talking about community. We're talking about the American Legion. We're talking about, uh, you know, a, a display that just fosters a, a sense of community. I would think 
Democrats in, in Shelton, if they're left wing or, 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 or whatever, they might be offended by what you're doing. And they, may, they might say that, the, that those those big issues and right wing and, and the presidential race and Donald Trump and his uh, new granddaughter have nothing to do with what we're talking about here in in Shelton. Okay. Uh, I, I happen to be a veteran myself and I'm not a member of the uh, uh, that group. Mm-hmm. And uh, because of its r- religious uh, commitment, uh, I would be most uncomfortable becoming a member, so I choose not to. Um, that's all. Okay. Either did you have any other uh, further questions? As no, I, I've just spilled glue all over. <laughs> no. Is there is there anything else? Uh, we'll ask that again. Is there anything 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 else you want to do to to, to maybe kill the next eight minutes? But uh, it's all right. We can end early. Don't feel pressured. No. I I encourage you to uh, do some investigative. Uh, uh, scrutiny onto what's happening in Shelton. You'll uh, get your eyes opened. Are there any other, uh, you know, sort of uh, church-state issues uh, that you think are worthy of, of, of specifically think are, are worthy of scrutiny or addressing? Yes. You... If you cruise around Shelton, you'll see it. Like um, how so? Uh, well, again, I, I'm, I have to stick to the case. It's a freedom of speech case, but if you do some uh, research, you'll you'll see that uh, Shelton is leaning to the right. Okay, well, thank you so much, uh, Mr. Bloom. Uh, again, a Shelton resident uh, who filed a lawsuit uh, with the Freedom of Information Freedom. Freedom from Religion Foundation, excuse me. It's okay. uh, Against the city, its mayor, and its recreation department. And uh, we'll, again, we'll uh, we'll post the lawsuit uh, on the the website uh, so you could read it for yourself while you're listening to this interview. But again, Mr. Bloom, thank you so much for, uh, you know, driving over to the office on a snowy day and uh, talking to us for a few minutes about it. You're welcome. Yeah, I appreciate your time. Thank you. You're welcome. Thanks so much.